Mark My Words shares Mark Homer's contrarian views on investing, business, finance, economics, and all things money. Mark interviews the world's most successful business, finance, and money experts, as well as imparting his knowledge in a factual, direct, and no-nonsense manner. Welcome to Mark My Words, and here is your host, Mark Homer. Hello and welcome. This is Mark Homer. You're listening to Mark My Words. In this podcast, I'm going to discuss how to get a luxury car for the price of a Ford Fiesta. Effectively, it's a champagne living on lemonade wages. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to go through the processes that I follow, depending on the type of car, whether it's a sort of mid-range car or a higher-end car, and the websites that you can go to to get those cars. I'm also going to talk a little bit about the tax around cars and good ways in which to to offset the cost of running a car. So I'm sure you're going to get good value out of this session. Um, so here goes. Prior to 2010, I'd always bought cars two or three years old and then maybe kept them two or three years, often owning them or or maybe applying a little bit of finance to them. After two or three years, I'd sell the car, usually buying them at the two or three year old point meant that a lot of the depreciation had already happened. I tend to buy German cars, try and buy those that depreciate less because that's usually the biggest cost in a vehicle. And that would always allow me to run something a little bit nicer and effectively have it for the same cost as a cheaper car that maybe someone's just gone into a dealership and bought and taken a big hit on. Around 2010, I noticed through somebody we were doing business with that the cost of contract hiring a car was significantly less um, than taking than buying a two or three year old car when accounting for depreciation, the cost of running and all the monthly payments. I found this quite interesting but of course initially I I wanted to uh, to dig a little bit deeper, I wanted to test it. I didn't really know anybody else that was doing it on a, on a big scale. So in the end we went and got a, a car for the business on contract hire just to test it to see what the costs actually were and to compare that with the cost of ownership. And the, the, the whole process which we follow now and the, the spreadsheet that I use to analyze the cost of new cars has really spawned from that experience. So what is contract hire? Well, contract hire is really just renting a car, usually directly from the vehicle manufacturer, and that's an important point, renting a car from the, the vehicle manufacturer. So if you're taking an Audi, you know the finance or the rental agreement comes from Audi. Um, or you're taking a Mercedes, it comes direct from Mercedes, or maybe a BMW, you see all the paperwork actually turns up from BMW Finance. And and what you're doing is hiring this vehicle over usually a two or three year period. So you pay a a fee up front, which is the the initial deposit, and that's usually six or nine of the monthly payments. Then you pay a monthly payment over the two or three year period. And then at the end, you hand the car back with no depreciation and and nothing further to pay, no liability other than, you know, if there's any damage to the car and also the the cost of the tyres at the end of the two or three year period. So I found over a two or three year period, this is a very, very cheap way to to access a car. Clearly, there's no depreciation in, in, you know, when you're you're contract hiring a vehicle. But in addition to that, the the, the costs of ownership are, are lower because it's a new vehicle it's usually under warranty, usually over a two year period have to get two tyres and maybe one service which, which reduce the cost of ownership significantly. There's usually no road tax to pay on, on these types of vehicles because they're, they're covered by the, the manufacturer. And usually if you put it through the right entity you can claim 50% of the VAT back 
from the LLP or, or the sole trader which you're operating through or the, or the partnership that you're operating through as long as you are VAT registered. So it's a nice system, it takes a lot of the cost of ownership out and it's just a, a cheap way to access cars. So that's contract hire and it's very different from owning a vehicle. I find contract hire works well with the likes of Audi, Mercedes, BMW. Um, it also works well with Ford or, or Vauxhall. So the sort of lower medium range German marks are quite good. I always go for the deals so I think it's really important to stress that we'll pick a car based on what's on offer rather than saying oh I want this model and this specification. If you're going to do that you're going to pay a hell of a lot more for your car. It could be a third more. Um, whereas if you sort of take what's on offer, what the manufacturer is trying to do deals on maybe because they've got too many or for whatever reason, you'll end up with a, a sort of quality German car for the price of a, a Ford. I think there's a lot of mileage in picking what is on offer and what they're trying to get rid of at that time. It doesn't mean to say it's not a desirable car. You can get some really, really nice cars on this, as I'll show you. It's just about being clever about the sourcing of it and being a little bit flexible and not having a fixed mindset around what it is that you want. Clearly, low interest rates have helped contract hire significantly. The main cost to the manufacturer or the company offering the, the finance, which is usually the manufacturer, is the interest in effectively holding the car for that two year period because they have to borrow the money from somewhere to do that and the depreciation. But clearly the cost of the depreciation, i.e. the drop in value of the vehicle over the two or three year period is usually higher than the total amount you'll end up paying upfront and on a monthly basis, the total cost of the car, which is pretty weird really. Lots of people say to me, well, how can you be paying the manufacturer less to have this car than the cost of the depreciation over that period? And I agree with you, it doesn't add up, but you know, I suspect because you're taking the, the car from the manufacturer, clearly they've made the car themselves, and what you're seeing is the sort of retail price of the car when you take it versus the cost of the car when you send it back to them, i.e. The, the, the total depreciation is slightly less to them or, or a lot less because they've manufactured the car and it didn't cost them the, the sort of recommended retail price in the first place. So it's almost a way of discounting cars through the back door. If you go to a, a main dealer and you try and access one of these cars, there'll be a lot, lot more money. Contract hire is always more through a main dealer than an internet broker. I'm going to show you how to access these cars cheaply through internet brokers online. And you'll find when you compare the cost of contract hire to purchasing a car or purchasing a car with finance or on PCP, it is a lot less. I suspect it's a way of them sort of reducing the cost of a car without having to discount the new price of the car because as soon as they discount a new price of the car, they're going to chop a lot of margin out. There's still a lot of people that will go into a dealership and pay full price for a car or 5% off the cost of a car. And when they do that, clearly the manufacturer makes a lot of their money, but they need to continue pumping these cars out. They want the volumes. If they can't sell a car or they made too many of a car, they can't slow the production line down. So they need to discount somehow, but they don't want to discount it in the dealership on full show. They sort of want to do it through the back door. So contract hire seems to have become a good way for them to discount on the quiet and because it's a monthly payment it's not directly comparable to the price or the RRP of a car therefore it doesn't become obvious and, and doesn't seem to hit the the sort of second-hand market doesn't hit the residuals in in the same way which is what they want to protect against I know sort of years ago big manufacturers like Ford and Vauxhall would 
discount to fleets significantly. Uh, they discount the new price of a car to companies and, and fleets taking these cars and it, and it really hit the used values and the the sort of perception of, of value with, with those cars. This seems to be the new way of discounting without necessarily discounting and at the moment they, the residuals seem to be holding up but I suspect over the long run they'll get hit because clearly they're pumping a lot of cars out and they're doing it very very cheaply through this medium. So how do we get one of these contract hire cars? Where, where do you find them from? Well, you can go into the dealership, as I mentioned before. They often are cheaper than purchasing a car, but those main dealerships are generally quite a bit more expensive than going to the internet brokers. And it's the internet brokers that we've been using for a number of years now to access these cars much, much more cheaply. So if we have a look on the internet, there's actually a search engine which searches through all of these contract hire deals and finds the cheapest deal for a specific manufacturer and, and, and model you know, across all the internet brokers. You could say it's a bit like compare the market, which you might use for car insurance, but in the contract hire world. So the website that I'd use primarily is contracthireandleasing.com. That's www.contracthireandleasing.com. It's the search engine for contract hire deals. So if I start searching through now, I'm going to have a look at a deal which I know, I already know to be to be a, a very good one at the moment. I know Audi have been running lots of deals on the, the A4, the 1.4 petrol A4. It's been very cheap for a period of time. I've typed in Audi A4 and I'm hitting the search bar. I've got it on a, a business lease, so it'll give you all the sort of excluding VAT figures. And what I found is that straight away it's popped up, you know, the cheapest ones as the, the 1.4 turbo Audi A4. If I click through to the monthly price and I knock that down to £150 a month, the sort of lowest range within those bars, there's only one deal there. So I'm straight away realising that that's a little bit too low. So I'm just going up a level to £175 as the sort of filter, as the maximum price. And I can see there are 41 deals there for Audi A4s. So if I start searching through, I can see with these Audi A4s, the cheapest deal, having a look at those 40 deals, just having a look at the monthly price, because clearly there's a little bit more to this, is about £161 a month so far. That's coming in from applied leasing. That's on a 9 plus 23 deal. If I keep on going down, yeah, that seems to be the cheapest one. Now, what does 9 plus 23 mean? Well, it means that you're going to be paying nine payments up front. So that's nine times... £161, then 23 further payments, i.e. that's a monthly payment of £161 plus VAT. So if you took 161 and you times that by 32, which is 9 plus 23, so you times 32 by £161, you get to 5152. If you add the VAT on, depends if you're VAT registered, you'll be able to add 10% on. If you're not VAT registered, then multiply that by 1.2. That's a total cost over two years of £6,182. And that's, that's for the upfront payment and the monthly payment all rolled in. So effectively, you're getting an Audi A4, 1.4 turbo, nice wheels, a sort of new 1.8, for £6,182, including VAT, over two years, which... If you break that back, that's £3,091 per, per annum, which, I mean, God, it's got to be cheaper than getting the bus that has. It's a seriously cheap way of accessing a car. 
Within that, it's a brand new car, you'll get two years warranty. You may need to do it one service at the end of the term, and you may need to put two tyres on it. It's a very, very cheap way of, of accessing it. So if I go on the applied leasing website, clearly I, I've got an idea there that applied leasing is a sort of cheap internet broker because they're offering that car at a low rate. If you have a look on www.appliedleasing.co.uk, you can have a look on there, you can see all the deals that they're offering. The Audi A4 deal is on there, but then there's a load of other deals as well, whilst maybe not quite such stonking deals as that Audi deal, because I know that is particularly cheap. There are some really good cars on there for not a lot of money. And if you go to their sort of offers section, which is what I like to do, you, you go specifically for you know the deals and, and they, they roll around at the top, You've got a, a Mazda MX-5 there for £142 a month and then £12.78 payment up front. So if you sort of add that up, take £142, multiply that by 23 payments and then add on 1278 That brings you back to 4544 Add the VAT on. So it's a Mazda MX-5 for £5,452 or £2,726 per annum, which is very, very cheap. They've got an F-Pace there on a longer deal, but it's £316 a month and 2800 up front. Very cheap cars on there, like Peugeot 108 at 92 a month. You know, the, this is a seriously cheap way of sort of accessing a car. You can go up the range as well, as long as you're not sort of wedded to a specific model. There are some brilliant cars for not a lot of money further up the range. There's an Audi A6 for £199 a month with nine payments up front on a, another website, which I will give you now. I've got basically three sort of pet favorites in the contract hire world. Another website that I use is freedomcontracts.com. Freedomcontracts.com, if you have a look on their website, they've got a load of really cheap deals on there. And there's a Mercedes S-Class, which is the big luxurious Mercedes. You know, it'll cost you 60, 70, 80,000 pounds to buy one of these new. They're pumping these Merc S-Classes out very, very cheap on S on contract hire. The last deal I saw was about £350 a month plus VAT, plus an upfront payment. Two of my friends have got them, with a third just ordering one at the moment. You can go right up the range on these cars and save a, a significant amount of money. Clearly, you just need to go with the deal or the, or the thing that they've got lots of at that, that time. If you go further up the range, actually, the, there is a Porsche on here. There's a, a 911 Coupe which is 875 a month, plus that, plus your sort of upfront payment, which is 7875, which is nine payments upfront. When you get to that level of car, when you get to a sort of Porsche, Ferrari, Bentley, it sort of becomes marginal. I find that, that often it is better to buy a two or three year old one. Um, certainly with a Porsche, they don't depreciate that much. You know, I've had a, a 911 for, for a couple of years. I think I gave 77 for that. It's still worth probably 64,000. Well, I was bid by a Porsche dealer a few weeks ago. Two years later, I was, I was bid 64,000. So, you know, just looking at that, you depreciated by about 13,000 over the, the total period. So if you, if you add all that up together, it's marginal as to whether it's worth getting a car like that on contract hire. Often it's not. And certainly with Bentleys and uh, Ferraris and Aston Martins, anything like that, they're usually better to buy two or three years old once they've depreciated a little bit because the uh, overall it's cheaper. Clearly, there's quite a lot of complication in terms of working out what the total depreciation is, 
working out what the total cost of running it is, you know, what are the tires, what are the servicing, you know, what's the road tax, all that stuff needs to go into the pot for you to make a, an informed decision as to, as to you know, how, how to do this. So what I've done, I've created a spreadsheet on the whole thing and I compare each deal, whether it's contract hire or whether it's purchasing, and I put all the information into a spreadsheet and then I get a, the total cost per annum. So in that pot, if it's contract hire, I put the deposit in, the monthly payment, any sort of admin fee which the internet broker charges, the maintenance costs, how many tyres, the road tax and the depreciation, and clearly if you're, if you're buying it, the depreciation would be pretty much what a, a, the same model is, but two years older. I'd have a look at for one on Auto Trader, and then I'd take a bit off negotiation. You, you sort of work out what the, the total depreciation is, and you get a, an average cost per annum for that car. And then you need to compare that with a, a purchase of a car maybe two or three years old. So I, I put the purchase price in for the car, and then what the value of it is at the end of year one, year two, year three. I put the cost of the financing, it's important to include that, the finance admin fee, the cost of servicing and maintaining a two-year-old car over two or three-year period. So remember, this is going to be a four or five-year-old car when you come to sell it. So there's going to be increased costs of service and maintenance, and obviously you're going to need more tyres because when you take it on, the car's not going to have new tyres. The total cost of the road tax over the period that you hold it, and then any sort of cost to get it right at the end, you know, any marketing, any auto trader costs, and the amount the dealer's going to take off you because they're always going to take a margin when you, you sell the car, so that all needs to go in the pot as well. So I include all that on my spreadsheet, and then I get a, a comparison, which, which really takes all the guesswork out of it. If you're interested in getting a copy of my spreadsheet, you can send me an email at, at markhomer at progressiveproperty.co.uk. I'll, I'll send you a copy of that. That's a good way of comparing each deal and getting to the nub of what the car is costing you. Initially, lots of people are sceptical about contract hire. It's not a normal way to go about taking one of these deals on or taking a car on, people aren't used to it, but more and more people are getting used to it, including my stepfather, who's, God, he's, he's 70, and he'd be very resistant to change, especially with things like this, and I've sort of edged him into it. He's watched me have quite a few, and they've had three contract hire cars now, and seriously, when it gets to sort of month 18, out of a two-year contract, he's on at me now, like saying, what what deals are there out there? You know, and he's wanting to line the next car up because he, he can see how much cheaper it is. He's got my sort of 70-year-old uncle into it now. They absolutely love it because they, they're getting a nice car, champagne car for lemonade money, which they really enjoy. And lots of our clients are into it now. With our office, I suspect we've had somewhere, I don't know, more than... More, maybe around 15 cars over the years, might be 10, 15 cars over the years through contract hire. Various members of our, our staff have got them. Just a, a much cheaper way of, of accessing a, a newish car. Clearly, if you are going to use the spreadsheet, which um, I'll send you if you email me, you need to compare it with the cost of buying with finance. And the cost of buying with finance is sometimes cheaper. If you find that, it, it is usually better to, to access that finance privately I wouldn't necessarily go to a dealer and get that finance. I'd, I'd, I'd get it from a, a broker. I can recommend a, a broker who will get you that finance for you. He used to be at Progressive. His name is Simon Grace. He has a finance company. And his telephone number is 07894 It's 07894 They do most of our finance if, if we're purchasing. You'll get a lot of the cost out of financing a car versus using a dealer if you go through that route, thoroughly recommended.
So what other types of cars can you get on contract hire? What other deals are there? Well, the Audi TT is always a favorite. For just over 200 a month, there are always Audi TTs knocking about. If I go back to the contracthireandleasing.com website and have a look at TT, we got one of these from my mum. Our managing director's got one now. They both loved them. Very, very good value. If you have a look on appliedleasing.co.uk, they've got a TT at the moment for £204 a month. So over three years, nine payments up front, that excludes VAT. But buying a car like that, you know, it's a, it's a 1.8 turbo FSI Sport. You're going to be into significant money and a good chunk of depreciation. So that's always a favourite on contract hire. Cheap car. Mercedes SLKs are similar money. They all seem to work really well on, on contract hire. Land Rover Evokes are always cheap on contract hire. Little Mercs C-Classes, E-Classes are always good. Audi A6s have been very, very good. Mercedes SLs can be good. They just seem to have lots of deals on those. And what I find is when you come into the end of a, a car, when it's, you know, the model's about to be replaced, that can be very good for accessing the last model cheaply the manufacturer wants to get rid of. They can be really cheap through contract hire. Four-wheel drives over the years, VW Touaregs have been very good value. Audi Q7s come on and off deal for about 350 a month plus VAT. They can be very, very good value. And often it's the S-Line, the one with the big wheels and the diesel engine. I find X5s probably not as good value. Merc MLs can be cheap at about 400 plus fat a month. We've seen lots of those deals. And the, 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 Rob had a, a very good deal on a, an Audi RS6, which is a high-performance Audi Estate, which knew is about 80,000. He got that for 650 a month plus VAT. So that was very good. That, that deal's ended. But you just have to keep looking at these contract hire websites, two that I've given you already. And I've got a third one, which is called Central UK Vehicle Leasing. They got some really good deals on that. I think they're pumping a lot of the, these Audi Romeo Gullier saloon. They're about 230 a month at the moment. Really, really good value. Oh, and they've got the A4 saloon on there at the moment. There's a 129 plus VAT deal with a 2000 up front initial payment. So very, I think Audi A4 is, I mean, that's S-Line as well with big wheels. I think that's got to still be the, the cheapest deal that I know of anywhere. Very, very cheap. They're the main deals. They're the places to get them from. You know where to get the finance from. If you want to get a copy of my spreadsheet I use to analyse all these deals, it's markhomer at progressiveproperty.co.uk. If you are going to go and buy a deal or buy a car, I do generally use dealers now. I used to try and get them privately. I tend to try and get a little bit of warranty on them. If you look for a used one, two or three years old, go to the, the, the sort of main dealer, you know, the, the manufacturer's franchise, and you sort of pit two or three against each other, um, you can often get a lot of money off the sticker price of a, of a car off their forecourt. Then finance it with Simon Grace, who I've given you his details. If you compare that on, you know, some more luxury stuff, maybe, a, you know, a full-size Range Rover, you'd want to do that way. Although contract hiring at the moment, one of those is about 650 plus fat a month. It may still be cheaper to buy a, a three or four year old one of those. That's what I'm finding at the moment. Or a Range Rover Sport, if you get a, a sort of th three or four year old one of those, they're often cheaper than contract hiring. If you find one of those from a, a dealer, ring around, you can often negotiate, maybe you get five grand off the price. They'll give you a one or two year warranty on top of that. You won't have to service it for a couple of years, so there'll be quite a lot of cost out of that. 
and I find that that really does control the a the time spent and the, the amount of cost that you're going to incur in in running something like that. Always compare it with with contract hiring. Remember, use that initial search engine that I've shown you, contracthiringleasing.com. Put the model in, the, the manufacturer of the model, and then price up to. Try and play around with that a little bit. Once you put the manufacturer and the model in, it'll show you what the sort of lowest price up to figures are coming in at on that drop down. Play around with that a little bit and you'll be able to see which internet brokers are offering the, the lowest price on those cars and then you, you can go off into the internet brokers and start calling them up. What I also find is it's a good idea to start doing this six months before you want the car because it may take you a month or two to find the one you want and to pick it and to, you know, to call the dealers or the internet brokers. What I find is if you're putting a new car order in, if it's a German car, it might take about four months to come. You'll get the most choice if you follow that process because you'll be able to pick the colour. You can often pick options with these contract hire cars as well, so you can spec them, although that does add a lot of cost on. Sometimes these deals are fixed. Sometimes they take a car that's available in stock at that point. And so if that's the case, clearly you'll be a month before, three weeks before taking delivery. Start playing around with it now. See how long the lead time is on these cars. If you've got plenty of time to look at it and, and research it, then you're probably going to end up with a better deal. And another little tip is I, I find there are good times generally. This is not always the case, but there are good times or better times to find these deals. And the reason for that is there are different times when new new registration plates are coming out. So in the UK, March and September is the time when the number plates come out. And there are a lot of targets which dealers have to meet and the manufacturer would want to meet um, to get cars shifted uh, within each sort of number plate run. So I find in February and August, just before those number plates change, there are often more deals around. It's not always the case. It depends on the manufacturer and you want to be sort of checking frequently. That's the best tip I can give you. Just keep checking on those websites frequently. But during February and August, they often have more deals around because they're, they're trying to shift their stock and get ready for the next month. So you want to be having a look at deals during those months. You'll probably end up with a, a better car doing that. Once you've got the car, obviously you, you want to be getting insurance for the right money. I go on Money Saving Expert and, and go through the car insurance process and it will it'll get you to, to do a search on two or three of those comparison websites to you know to find the lowest cost insurance. I find you, you can often get a couple of grand out of the cost of insurance if you if you move around quite a bit and you, you follow that money saving expert process to check the cost of the insurance, it, it really will bring the cost of it down quite significantly you can effectively end up with a, a nice car for um, a lot less money. So that's been Mark Homer showing you how to get champagne cars for, for lemonade money. For Mark My Words, I hope you've found lots of value in that. Remember, if you want the sheet, markhomer at progressiveproperty.co.uk, send me an email and I'll fire you the comparison sheet over. Thanks for listening. Mark Homer at Mark My Words.